This episode is dedicated to everyone that showed so much love on um, Instagram at Monk Healing. If you know my peoples, uh, my my fans, and everyone from at Pop Buchanan at Soap is dope on Instagram. I have a you know three different pages on Instagram, and the love is real, man. It's too many people to mention, but I love you guys. Um, Facebook, all my peoples on Facebook and all of the beautiful groups and everyone that's supportive, all my friends from high school and college and my neighborhood that I grew up with, everyone has all been compassionate. You know, sometimes you put yourself out there and you tell your story and, you know, you kind of could look crazy. You know, a lot of people didn't know I was struggling with alcohol. A lot of people didn't have an idea. You know, people just probably brush it off as me being a party guy, music guy and just, you know. But, you know, sometimes when I go into graphic detail and with the before and after pictures... You know, a lot of people have just been like, keep the good work up and, you know, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm humbled, man, because a lot of you guys has been really, really, really just understanding and, and um, again, putting yourself out there. I'm doing this to help and I'm just happy that the, the response has been positive. Um, I don't have any haters out there, thank God. Um, I want to also thank um, my family for their support and for the people. The Sober's Dope podcast has been out for two months now, and we reach 1.3K. That's um, 1,300 listens. And although 1,200 of those are me listening to it, you know, that's, I still thank everyone that's been really listening to the podcast and sharing it and helping and giving me feedback. Um, um, one of the ladies from At Monk Healing wrote me on Instagram and she said that, you know, she was on the treadmill and she almost, you know, burst out into the ugly cry listening to the podcast. And that just, you know, it just touched me, man, that, you know, someone would just like people just randomly would take the time to listen. And when I first did this, I didn't think anyone would listen. I ain't know. I just said, I'm going to put it out there and I hope that people care enough to listen. And that just really touched me. Um, and I also want to thank. Um, hold on, guys. I also want to thank um, everyone who submitted to the Sober is Dope project so if you're out there what i'm asking everyone to do is to send in your sober testimonies and your sober success stories along with your sober date your drug of choice and your first name and your last initial of your the initial of your last name to monkhealing at gmail.com. That's M-O-N-K-H-E-A-L-I-N-G at gmail.com. And what I'm doing is, and I'm creating um, and putting together a compendium of success stories so we could showcase them on a podcast and we could also create 
uh, a, a, a book. I want to create a book with all of our stories because I think the number one way other addicts and people get help is by reading and being exposed to success stories. It gives the it gives people hope. My process may be different from yours, but our end result is sobriety and recovery. So I want to collect as many stories. So anyone you know that has on a, a year, I don't care if you have three weeks under your belt. Give me a three-week success story because you're, you're, you're my hero too. You can have one day sending your one-day success story because um, I thank you guys and uh, it really means a lot to me and um, and I will never really forget all of the love and all of the peoples out there. I also like to shout out the Protect, protect, protect Your Mental from um my friend Tiny uh is you know she's dealing with mental health and she's a mental health advocate and she's going through the process and her process has been very public online like you know and she's been very courageous so I want to thank her um I also want to thank my friend Carrie Ann Carrie Ann thank you for letting me know about the fentanyl crisis in Vancouver and thank you for your work and thank you for your testimony. All right, Carrie Ann, I know you're listening. If you, you know, thank you so much. Uh, I really, really, um, I thank you for bringing that awareness to me because I wasn't aware that the fentanyl crisis was that crazy. I didn't even know what it was about at first. Um, you know, I want to thank my friend Tanya. She goes under Thugs One Three Seven on Instagram. She she said I was half man and half amazing, and hashtag always proud of you. Uh, thank you for the support there. Um, that means a lot. Thank you for my nieces and nephews who show me mad love. Also, Fit Candy. Fit Candy said, love it. I listened to my first podcast in my life today, and it was yours. I tried to not ugly cry on the treadmill. So, Fit Candy, thank you so much. Um, shout out to Bonafide Vibes for always showing love. You know, it's so many people to m- mention, but I love you all, man. Um, you know... I, you know, my sober date is December 15th, 2012. I'm 6.5 years sober. Uh, I can see my seven years is right around the corner. So I'm just very thankful. So this uh, this episode is dedicated to everyone who supports the Sober's Dope movement. If you support us, you're part of the Sober's Dope universe. Shout out to Tana from Canada. Shout out to Billy. Shout out to all my early supporters. Uh, you know, shout out to my friends and family. I love you guys. Please enjoy this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast, episode 32 with your host, Pop Buchanan. How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? Um, I, I'm really inspired. I just wanted to talk to everyone 
it's a late night for me. I'm about to meditate before I go to sleep. And this episode, I wanted to talk about when opportunity meets preparation. And why that's important is because it's almost a cliche that you hear a lot. Um, Success is when opportunity meets preparation or whatever is, is when opportunity meets preparation. But for me lately, I I just I have to reevaluate that because sometime, especially in recovery, I don't know if I'm, I'm speaking for all of us, but I mean, in my own experience, I tend to get anxious really fast. Um, you know, anxiety is kind of prevalent and um, I have to do a lot of things to keep myself ahead of the curve because Uh, Of course, I have addictive mentality. I mean, if I start oversleeping, then it gets crazy. If if I'm not exercising, then I can fall off. So for me, I have to always remind myself. I have to always be prepared, you know, be mindful of my diet, be mindful when when, when I'm eating, be mindful that I'm exercising, be mindful that I'm walking and running, that I'm drinking enough water, that I'm getting my supplements and... And lately, the importance of just prayer, meditation, sleep, and structure is really, it's really fundamental and foundational for me. And lately, it's been really heavy on my heart. And I wanted to do a short episode just because sometimes I'm just sharing my process. And right now in my life, as I um, take on more responsibility, more opportunities are coming my way. I have a lot of options and pathways towards success. Um, I tend to get overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, I'm saying, well, why are you overwhelmed? Right. And I think part of being overwhelmed and anxious comes from lack of preparation and lack of structure, right? Because, you know, if you have a hundred different things to do and you don't know where to start, then you're going to feel overwhelmed, right? And being overwhelmed and unorganized can lead to anxiety and anxiety can lead to more stress and then that can lead into possible relapse for all of us. In the sober community and in the recovery community, so this 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 is a subject matter that's really important. Why is structure important? Why is being organized important, and why is being prepared important? So for me, um, I realized that I have to respect my sleep patterns because I took a few liberties lately and it threw off my sleep patterns, and then now I just feel all over the place. So I'm like, so okay. I have to check myself. So I'm learning how to check myself all the time. And I'm giving you guys my process because I want you to understand that we don't have to go off the deep end for anything. It's just really important just to take a day and say, okay, today I'm doing what I have to do. So I want to give you guys a run through of my day today and what what my day was like. So I stayed home from work today because I was a little bit under the weather, right? I was actually... I was under the weather for a couple of days, but today I knew if I didn't, if I went out today, if I went to work today, it's just going to get out of hand. So I said, okay, I have to regroup. So today was important to me because one, there's a few things I needed to do spiritually for myself today. One, I had to light a candle for someone that was very important to me that I lost. And I just wanted to buy a candle and light that candle and acknowledge that loss and 
really reflect on it. That was something that was just on my heart. I had to do it. Two, I wanted to repot my plant because I have a beautiful plant that's my friend, my very dear friend, and I haven't given it a name yet, but I will give him or her a name. I don't know if it's a male or female. But it's a Kalamantu plant, and it's a very beautiful plant. And I bought it when it was really small. And it has this little um, planter. It came with in this little planter, very tiny. Um, and I keep gemstones in it and stuff like that. And I just was like, you're going to grow with me. So this plant it reminded me to be responsible. Like, I can't forget to water my plant. I have to make sure my plant is clean. I have to make sure I take off all the dead um, leaves. I have to make sure when a leaf or something get bent to restore it. So it's like, I remember when it first got cut, like somebody, I think somebody closed the window and smashed my plant and I was so upset. So I had to take the the, the the stem of the plant and I had to kind of do like a makeshift cast. So I took a toothpick and a rubber uh, um, band-aid and I, and I wrapped it around to keep the plant up so it could grow back where it could grow back. And it did. It reconnected itself. You could always see that little scar on the plant and it grew stronger. And ever since then, I've been mindful that plants are living things. I got to take care of my little plant. But it, I took I took so good care of it that it's it's big now and I didn't and I was like I have to change the pot I have to do that today like I'm spiritually I'm not gonna go through today without taking care of my plant so today was the first day I repotted my plant the first time I repotted my plant and I got it a beautiful large pot I got it new soil and I put new gemstones in there and now I was so happy I felt accomplished. The next thing I wanted to do today was my eating habits. So as you guys know, I'm like 98% vegan, like, but once in a while I do sway. But more important than being vegan was respecting my eating window. And my eating window, I understand scientifically, like if I eat past six, if any of us eat past six or seven o'clock, it creates a it creates a, a issue with your biomarkers like your blood your blood glucose levels or your high blood pressure or your blood pressure um and one of the reasons why that happens is because the pancreas kind of shuts down to a certain degree after six or seven o'clock so your body can't really metabolize fat as well as it can during the daytime hence your circadian rhythms your sleep cycles and stuff like that all right, so I know that, and I know I operate better if I respect my OMAD diet, which is the one meal a day. Oh, but for the past week, ladies and gentlemen, I've been going nuts, eating all type of foods, whatever I wanted at any time of the night. Now you combine that with staying up late, and then you have a recipe for disaster, hence me being under the weather. So I know these things and and sometime when I'm doing really well, I could go a whole six, seven months without doing and making any mistakes. You know, I'm very hard on myself. And then you get into those little um, you get into your feelings a bit like, oh, I could take liberties. I could take I could, you know, enjoy this. I can enjoy that. I could stay up late today. I don't have to get up at the same time every day. I could sleep in because it's the weekend. And what happens is you throw off all of the hard work. 
So what I realized is what our bodies and our minds are looking for structure. That's the first thing. Your body to be optimal wants structure. It wants that. It wants to be predictable. It wants to know it has a routine. So, you know, you have guys like Tim Ferriss, um, Sean Stevenson from the Model Health Show, uh, Lewis Howe, Arnold Schwarzenegger, whoever, you know, all of the top performers, Will Smith, everyone on the planet, they all have a morning routine. They always talk about the importance of a morning routine and routine in general. So I'm sitting back and I'm thinking about you guys in the sober community and us in recovery because, you know, I love you guys. Any Anything I'm going through in my life to become more optimal and to make sure I'm closer to being super conscious and, and in the best shape and the best mindset, whatever that process is, somehow I'm going to bring it back to you through the podcast because I want my life to be transparent so you can use me as a foundation and a tool and you can say, well, this is Joseph's process. This is Pop's process. You know, so I could mirror, you know, you, you guys can mirror my process. So I've been sitting back and then today it finally hit me. After years and years of doing a lot of the things the right way, I realized the importance of routine, structure, organization, and having some type and being prepared because we do a lot of good things, right? We could be like, okay, we have big dreams that we want to accomplish. We use things like the law of attraction, the secret positive thought reinforcements to send the signal to the universe of what we want to accomplish. And that could be, I want a million dollars. I want a promotion. I want to run the company. I want a new business. I want more money. I want more finances. I want to live that life. And these are the things that we say that we want every day, contrary to the fact that sometimes our behaviors doesn't reflect what we really want so we could say that we want these things but we're not acting as if we want these things we're not doing the work and and it hit me today that the universe is answering it answers all of us you know sometimes we get that money but we blow it because we're not prepared to utilize the property properly. Sometimes someone will give you that opportunity and we'll turn it down or we'll do something to self-sabotage it because we're not ready and we're afraid. And part of not stepping up to the plate is being fearful and afraid. And part of that fear is not creating a structure and an environment where you could do the work to actually be prepared for these opportunities. So it all goes back to, it's all a cycle, it's all a circle. If I want to live a deeper and more meaningful life, I need to be more structured and more organized and prepared. I need to live a life of preparation. So when the opportunity comes, I have enough energy, I have enough relaxation, I have enough tools, I'm healthy, I'm in shape, I'm fit, and I have the, uh, the right resolve to capitalize and attack the opportunity and embrace the opportunity, right? So if you wanted the opportunity to run your company, if somehow by some miracle one day you get tapped for that promotion, 
but you're but you're not you're not living like that person that had the former job. You're not waking up at seven, five o'clock in the morning, hitting the gym. You're not putting in seventy out, willing to put in seventy to eighty hours in a work week. You're not willing to work outside. You're not willing to give up your weekends. You're not willing to do the work. You're not willing to do what you have to do then you can't expect to get to that next level because the people with the money and the people with the prestige and the things that we want, they make certain sacrifices, right? So that's on a financial career part of what we talk about in Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's part of it. The other part of it for me is, um, you know, our sobriety, Right. So for our sobriety, what happens when we're not prepared from the one day when we really got that bad trigger, that one day where it's not enough and you can't get to a meeting. So, you know, part of being prepared and living structured and organized is really for that day when the stresses of the world are too much, when some tragedy hits and life becomes unmanageable because some days I, you know lately I've just been having this looming feeling like you know you know you just sit back and things get stressful and you're like yo why are we doing all of this man what what is it all about this hustle and bustle and this get up and go and this every day I gotta figure out how to get up and go to work and get this bag and I gotta do this and that and I was making a um, joke to my cousin, like, for you guys who've seen the movie Marvel's Avengers, I was like, I kind of want to live a life like Thanos on that farm, where he just had his little farm, and he had his little pot of soup, and it was just, he was just chilling. I was like, I almost want to be like a sheep herder. I just want to be a normal, simple person with a simple life somewhere. And you know what my cousin and I said? Shout out to my cousin, Permiss. We both laughed and said, you know what? To live a life like that, you need a hell of a lot of money. And we started bawling laughing. Because the most simplest life where you could sit around all day and just enjoy the sun and kick it on the beach. You need you can either you either have to be fully homeless to live that life or really, really rich to live that life. But for most of us who's in the middle, we don't get the we don't have the luxury to just sit around and kick it on a farm all day and watch the sunrise and you know, pick flowers and cook soup and just meditate, right? So the point being is when the world, when you get that feeling that the world is, why are we doing this every day? What's this hustle and bustle? That comes from over, the, the, the that comes from being overwhelmed. It's so deep, guys. If you're not, like, let's do it again. I'm going to show you guys how it's a circle and no matter what, you can't get out of the circle, Follow me for a minute. Visualize this for me. If you're not organized and if you're not structured and you won't be prepared for opportunities that life has, thus making you overwhelmed, anxious, stressed out. And that stress leads to you feeling like, why am I living this life? You feel like relapse is a possibility. You feel like life sucks and you feel like you have no way out, thus feeling trapped. It it, is when things get out of control and the way that you keep things from getting out of control is by being structured organized, making sacrifices and being prepared for whatever life throws at you. That means 
from the hours of 9 a.m. in the morning to 7 p.m. at night, I have to be physically strong enough and energized enough to handle anything life throws at me. You're not getting tired. You're not getting sleepy or nothing. Why? Because you're on the right diet. You're eating healthy. You're taking your supplements. You're drinking your water. You're exercising. You have your meditation and prayer because we all need spirituality. And you're going to sleep on time. Right? You optimizing your sleep. And you don't. And you stay in a structure. Every day I go to bed between 10 10 p.m. and 11 p.m. um, um, PM because I need that so I could be optimal. So I could wake up at seven in the morning and be at optimal. And thus, I w- thus I won't feel tired and crappy the next day. That's the first step. Now I'm eating the right food so I don't feel crappy and tired, and I'm not eating at a certain time so my body has enough time to metabolize the food. Now, I'm praying and I'm meditating to keep my spiritual and my, my anxiety and my nervous system healthy. So sometimes we don't address these things. We have a real nervous system that creates fear, anxiety when it becomes overwhelmed. And our body, our nervous system and our brains need a lot of energy, right? So you need a lot of good green foods and um, fruits and vegetables and things like that and a lot of water and you need to be really stress-free and you need to be able to really maintain that. If not, you're going to become nervous and you're going to become anxious, right? So these are real scientific things that we need to be on top of. If I'm not getting enough sleep and I'm not praying or meditating or if I don't have some mindful practice or something some a breathing practice whether it's yoga tai chi martial arts something hitting the gym exercising something something that's yours that's outside of work something that you could do to decompress it should be called a decompression practice something like that right so um I'm so bringing it back to me which is bringing it back to you guys Lately, I've just been slightly a little bit off. That's because I have more going on. I have the Sober's Dope Movement, which is never a stress. And doing these podcasts is one of the, you know, this is like part of my decompression. Because bringing this to you guys, every time I do a podcast and I'm talking to you guys, I really feel free and I really feel at home. And I feel like I'm just being me. And this is a beautiful moment. But, you know, I do have an, a regular job and I do work about 70 or 80 hours a week. And on top of that, I have my music that I have to stay on top of. You know, my producers gave me a call today. They said, hey, we know you're doing a lot with the podcast. We know you're doing a lot with this, but you are a musician. We need you back in the studio. And I was like, I understand, guys. Took a long break. We're going to get back to work at the end of the month we're gonna have we're gonna do a whole week so then I realized that as parts of my life as God blesses me and the universe blesses me and life blesses me and humanity blesses me with more opportunity to serve and to create I need to be physically prepared and structured and organized enough to 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 work through those opportunities And when I can't, I feel what? Overwhelmed. When I can't, I feel what? Stressed out. When I'm stressed out, what? I'm easily exposed to triggers. What does triggers do? Causes me to potentially relapse. And if I don't 
relapse through my addiction, I could possibly emotionally relapse. An emotional relapse is something that we talked about in our other episodes. So it's important to our emotional sobriety, our spiritual sobriety, our mental sobriety, and our on our substance abuse sobriety is very important. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's that's the this is that podcast episode thirty two or thirty three. I'm not sure. I think it's episode thirty two of the Sober's Dope podcast, and it's called um, Opportunity Meets Preparation, and the importance of being structured and organized to avoid becoming overwhelmed with life. And and I just hope you guys take this jewel home, man. I just sat here. I'm about to meditate when I get up. When I when I close this podcast, I'm gonna begin my meditation practice, and I'm gonna go to sleep. But before I do that, something hit me, and I said, "It doesn't matter if you do this thing once in the blue. You have to find a way to maintain consistency across the board. All right, consistency is key." You know, consistency wins the race. So I must be consistency in my consistent in my meditation practice, consistently going to bed at the same time every day and waking up at the same time every day, consistently practicing mindfulness, consistently breathing, consistently going out my way to eat the right foods and respect my diet and not eating past 7 p.m. So I got to give my body a chance to do what it has to do, thus respecting my gut microbiome, my microbiota and all of that good stuff in my gut buddies you know and you know um this is very important um and ladies and gentlemen please don't sleep on the power of being organized structured and and getting put and take and taking life seriously because one day you're gonna just wake up and you're gonna be in a position where you're like i could kick back and chill man But I still have, you know, because I did the work and because I was organized and structured. And then that's the difference between people dying young of stress. All the people you see running around stressed out. Every time you see them, oh, life, this and that. I promise you, they are dealt the same cards as the millionaire that's stress-free. I don't even think it's anything that exists, a stress-free millionaire, but... You know what I'm talking about. It's not about money. It's just about that person you meet that's very organized and they're like, I'm not stressed out. Why? Because my kitchen is clean. I have all my documents is all filed and ordered. I paid all my bills on time. I have savings because I'm disciplined. You know, okay, just when I think the podcast is over, right? All right. We we left out one thing, guys. I'm sorry. This is cool. And I have this I'm kinda like giving myself advice, so I'm feeding off of my own advice to you guys, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So saving money, right? If we're not saving, then we're always gonna be stressed out with bills. And I guarantee you, we all make enough money to stay ahead of our bills, but we don't know. Well, I don't know how to save. I suck at that. I'm a bit, I have two business degrees. I know all about the science of saving and compound interest and putting money away. I suck. I, I spend all my money and I stretch myself too thin. All right. 
the so my new decree to myself and to you guys is let's all start saving money shout out to mr money mustache you guys listen to the podcast and go to mr money mustache.com this guy is the ultimate dude about saving money let's all try to be a little bit more minimalistic so we could kind of simplify life a little bit more i don't think we all need the clothes we don't all need the fancy stuff we don't always need to waste money because money is what a stressor and if we're organized and we're structured we and we save money we won't be overwhelmed by what bills you see how the circle works so this is our theme we need to be organized and structured, thus avoiding the overwhelming impact of life and our finances so we do not become what stressed or anxious, thus relapsing or creating bad environments or stressful environments that's triggers, right? Ladies and gentlemen, I am Pop Buchanan. This, is, uh, this was a beautiful, short episode. I had to give you guys some short ones, right? Because you know I could get long-winded. I love you. Go in peace. And please, let's talk about this. Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Say, Pop, I want to talk to you about your episode in regards to um, opportunity and preparation and not being overwhelmed. And let's build. Give me your input. Send me your information. All right. All right. I love you guys. I want to include everyone. If you reach out to me with your sober story, I'll showcase it. I'll shout you out. This, the Sober's Dope Podcast, is for all of us. It's not mine. It's yours. It's ours. We're, we're a family, all right? So when you listen to this and you feel compelled, I'm not one of those guys you can't get in touch with, right? I will, I will involve you. I will say this podcast is dedicated to X, Y, and Z. I will thank you. I will hit you. I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you guys, all right? I, I try to reach out to every person that I love that does podcasts and they never contact me back. And I always thought, well, how can you get that big when you can't get around to someone who listens to your stuff? Like, you know what I mean? So I don't want you guys to feel like once the podcast gets crazy that you can't just say, hey, pop, it's me. Once I hear y'all, I'm part of the Sober's Dope Universe and I listen to episode, yo, you're my family forever. Because we're one family and we're all fundamentally trying to help each other beat the crisis of addiction and to get to the next step. And this is intended to be motivational and inspirational so we can level up together in life and we can utilize the tools to get to the next level. And we can vibrate on our highest frequency through the most high, through life, through the creator, through love and through compassion, and that we can live our best life and we could do it together because some days it gets hard and some days we could doubt why we're doing this and some days we just feel alone man and i felt alone lately even though i'm doing this some days i just feel alone and you know i feel like i'm putting myself out there like why are you telling everybody that your story but i'm like i have to if i don't tell my story and i don't tell people that how how much god helped me and how healed i am i'm really healed like, I feel like every day I'm getting better and I don't have a desire to drink. Like, I beat this damn monkey. I got that monkey off my back and, I, and I'm just alive again. And I just want to share that with you guys because someone out there is struggling and they probably feel like they don't have any hope. And it's my job to say, yo, there's hope. 
there's hope because I did it and I'm telling you I did it and I could show you how I did it. And you could take from that and you could use that as a foundation and a platform and a springboard for your future success. So, right. So I'm doing this because I love you guys and I want you guys to win and I don't want addiction to beat us down any further. I guess I said enough. This is Pop Buchanan over and out. You guys have a beautiful evening, day, or night. I don't know where you're at, but go in peace. And always remember, sober is dope.